Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Comments Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. And the gang is gang ganging <laughs> um, for another Fly on the Wall general episode where we just talk off the cuff for an hour or so. And you can put us in the background as you chop up dinner, as you wash your dog, as you walk outside, whatever you're doing today in this um heat. Well, it's heated down here in Georgia. I don't know where you're at. But um, uh, make sure you drink your water, wear a mask, and sunscreen. Um, I shared information in the group chat the other day that nobody knows about. But y'all know Georgia's a lie. We are not the state of peaches. We are the state of pecans. And the two, well, I thought Nia would know this since you lived in Georgia your entire life. But uh, <laughs> apparently a lot of people don't realize that Georgia is like the number one producer of pecans in the U.S. And California is the number one producer of peaches. But I'm telling you, that's what branding, that's why branding and PR is powerful. Because there have been songs made about Georgia peaches. Are our peaches we don't even grow them shit like that. No. It's probably, <laughs> we, used, we probably used to be the number one producer uh, like some years ago. And now it's California. Even I wonder. I'm, I'm going to look into that. Some random Georgia history facts. Not everything down here is racist. Um, but how are we doing, ladies? Has your summer been summering? Has it been heating up? <laughs> um, it's been a bit hot. Um, it's too hot. It's way too hot. <laughs> I would like the hot girl summer to just like tone it down a little bit. Can we do it like at eighty <laughs> degrees, like in a bit like ten miles per hour wind? Like I'd be cool with that. We need a warm girl summer. We don't need hot girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> because my, because I'm trying to fight. I'm, I'm. It's back and forth with the AC in my with my parents in this house. They keep setting the Listen. AC when we go to bed at seventy five. Listen. What? <laughs> what I say, I don't fight with my mother on anything. The one thing that I will have to probably go tooth and nail, you know what? I take that back. We fight about two things. Um, well, that's not even fighting. That's just me being a Disney villain. We're moving and we're packing and she doesn't want to get rid of stuff and I'm throwing everything out. So that's my villain origin story. But the way me and my brother be having to convince my mother, like it's a TED talk to turn on the air conditioning. <laughs> she's like, it's so cold in here. I'm like, ma. The thermostat says 75 degrees and it's 80 outside. So I don't understand how you're cold. She's like, well, my room is over the garage and our rooms are not. You cannot sweat us out like this. <laughs> like, I know you pay the bills and look, I will do the dishes, clean up everything else. But like, come on, we can't, we have. And so like me and my brother, I think we stopped asking her, can we turn the air on? We just do it now. Because <laughs> it's like, like, there's no amount of words that I can say that will convince her that is is not cold back here. <laughs> I'm like, we we y'all. I'm looking at my parents. Y'all can bundle up. There's only <laughs> right. one I can take off. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's I, is that just an old people thing? Will we become That's those parents be. in the future? <laughs> yeah. My first question, um, before we hop into uh another fun topic i saw this on tiktok and if god was real would y'all fight him would you gaslight god if he was real i'd have a couple questions real quick but yeah <laughs> i think i'd be a little accusatory like, where, maybe where were you during slavery <laughs> <laughs> i would be i would be a little bit livid because like my grandmother traveled to jerusalem to get baptized in the same river you were baptized in and your ass was just sitting there doing shit nothing <laughs> no <laughs> no we'd have a problem but people who said they would guess like god it was a thing on tiktok and i just thought it was hilarious <laughs> um but yeah we are gonna hop into i thought this was a fun topic especially when i saw it on twitter for those of you who are not on the internet um 24 7 like a lot of us i wanted to talk about the thing that took over the internet about a week ago was trending on Twitter for like three days straight. Swedengate. Now, if you haven't heard about Swedengate, let me just um, tell you what happened. So a post on Reddit made it its way to Twitter, and we learned about customs and things that happen in Sweden. And so the question that was on Ask Reddit, it says, what is the weirdest thing you had to do at someone else's house because of their cultural religion? And somebody, um, it's called Wow, 
I'm a Tard, that's their account name, said, I remember going to my Swedish friend's house, and while we were playing in his room, his mom yelled that dinner was ready, um, and check this, he told me to wait in his room while they ate. That shit was fucking wild. And then T. Raveler, a person who replied to this, says, I slept over a friend's house when we woke up. He said he's going downstairs for a few minutes. After about 15 minutes, I go to the stairs to see what the fuck is happening, and they're eating breakfast. They see me, and then he says, almost done, and we'll be up there soon. I still think about this shit 35 years later. In one Twitter, one Reddit post has forever changed the image of Sweden in everybody's eyes. <laughs> Their entire PR. <laughs> the entire, listen, the country needs emergency PR after this because it's ruined everyone's prospects of going. How are you like, not going to offer me a snack? I just woke up. Just gonna let me stop. I'm stuck in the 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 wait in my room part. Like that's mad weird. That's very <laughs> weird. Like I I'm really good about respecting people's cultures and practices, but this the collective like colored diaspora was just like you what? <laughs> you can come over to my house for five minutes if I don't offer you water or something to drink. My ancestors are gonna cuss me out. Not even that. My grandmother sitting in the other room is gonna cuss me out. Like, and the thing too is like I it, like I've been to like white people's houses before, and it's the same way where they offer you food. Like the mom will have a whole snack platter yeah. and whatnot. Listen, like, my mom. I remember this specifically in my head where I used to be a Girl Scout. My mom was still working full time as a as a as a what the fuck did she do? Social worker. Uh, and I had to stay with my camp, my um, scout leader, until my mom came in to pick me up. And she was like, um, oh, yeah, I'll feed her dinner. Don't worry about it. And it was so weird because we had, she gave us, like, spaghetti and salad and bread. I'm like, okay, cool. But then the drink was milk. <laughs> and I was just like, ew, that was weird. But I was like, this is still a hospitality thing. If I'm going over your house or watching your kids, of course I'm giving you, even if, even the poorest of poor people will find something in their house to present to a guest and so the idea that it's normal in sweden for kids to be over somebody's house guests to be over the house and you have to you're not going to feed them (laughs) it's so weird now i've seen some other stuff about sweden gate where it's like people said that when they were like had to go to people's houses um they would have to bring their own sheets and shit (laughs) what that's- yeah huh? like i okay i'm gonna just read some of the tweets under the sweden gate hashtag so what i'm hearing is from a lot of people who are swedish is that this is a food scarcity thing and so the two excuses well ex- not excuses but the two reasonings i saw for this type of culture in sweden is food scarcity because a lot of Swedish households only had food for their family. They didn't have food for guests. And the second was that they didn't want to change the time in which the children ate. That isn't... Hmm? So, just because they're having food scarcity, they that doesn't make sense. Like, like you just mentioned earlier, in America, the poorest people will still offer some kind of meal to a guest. So, that, right? just, that, just, that just sounds like them being, like, Selfish and selfish. The excuses were not excusing because poor people all over the world, especially people of color, poor people, if they have a piece of bread, if they have a grain of rice, they're going to share it. So there's no excuse in the year 20. Like, and the thing is, even if it comes from that idea of like, okay, I got to feed my family, it's 2022. Y'all are like one of the richest countries, blah, 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 in the world. And y'all are you're not sharing food, especially with the kids? Excuse me? I don't get it. Yeah, somebody said um, she lived there for 18 years and she had to bring her own sheets and towels when she was invited to spend the night. That's very weird. I, <laughs> I see, to me, now, the, the only thing that I get is like, if you're black and you're going to a white friend's house, they will not have washcloths, so you better bring your own. Right. <laughs> but like that's a cultural i mean that's because white people don't use anything they just be raw dogging in the shower (laughs) but like and they don't wash their legs either that's another topic but like i don't why why carry on a culture that's like 
you don't feed people, it makes you people not why? Because then people don't want to go to your house, and then if Maybe people don't want to go to your house, point. you don't have. Huh? But then Maybe that's the point. I don't. But the know. thing is, they're so used to that they probably still go over people's houses anyway. If that's like in their culture, that they don't mm-hmm. think anything of it. Them coming to America and being offered a towel that they didn't have to bring is probably a shock to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're living in the gutter. If listen. I can't imagine being invited to like a Swedish person sleepover. Imagine you're like 10 and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to go over to your house. And then you just get there and there's no food. I'd have been like, huh? Come again? Like all the memes for this were hilarious. People talking about (laughs) like, like people were bringing like pockets full of food saying me going to my Swedish friend's house. (laughs) It was very funny. But I just don't get the thought process of why, like, y'all have money, you can make food, you're eating food. The craziest thing about it is that they're eating food and people are upstairs waiting. It's like, that's the food what is there. I would never eat in front of somebody else I know is hungry. Like, that. That's, it's so, it's mind boggling and rude. But people like, are saying that it's like the same things in the Netherlands. So it's like that whole little cluster of like the Nordic region. Yeah. They didn't even say, none of these said, oh, they would tell me to go out and get some food. No, they told them to wait in the room knowing they, that you, they themselves are hungry, going to eat. And you said, just wait in the room. It's, I don't even, it's like rude to another level. Like, why invite me over in the first place? Oh, I'll be yeah. up in a minute. Be up in a minute. Give me some freaking food. Feed me. What? Listen. Swedish people, I know you're going to defend this down, but I don't, it's, I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's like, how will you defend this? <laughs> There's no excuse for this. Right. It's just, it just looks bad <laughs> from all angles. No, because when you got like at least four to five other continents of cultures telling you that this is weird as fuck. <laughs> Like oh, you have Amer- America telling you <laughs> America? time to reflect. Yeah, that's like those tweets where it's like if you have a whole bunch of men agreeing with you, you might want to think about what you said. Like you have America right. like be- looking better than you in this situation is very. Mm. No, people being like, I remember going to a friend's house after school one day. A group of six of us then sat around and watched her eat microwave fries and nuggets at dinner time, helping her plate up and everything. When I got home, I told my mom to never send me to hers again. <laughs> Damn. That's wow. crazy. That's. Whew. And the thing is, even if you don't have food, say you're go- you're going through a rough period and you don't have food, at least offer or at least right. like be cordial. Like you don't have to be like, you could be like, okay, we don't have a lot right now, but do you want something? Like at least offer. Why y'all just going <laughs> to. the <laughs> listen the image of that is crazy like you walk into the person's house and you're like oh okay and you go upstairs to their room or whatever and then you just waiting and you're like what's going on down there and you see them munching full course (laughs) meal i would literally be like oh i'm not not so i'm not invited i'm not welcomed here (laughs) y'all must hate me (laughs) listen i i can see why that guy thought about it for 35 years because i'd been like Oh no, this is I don't belong here because y'all are no. Okay, wait, somebody this is a reply in defense. This is there's something so unbelievably wrong and rude about not feeding a guest when you got a meal time. Jesus, even if there wasn't enough. Yeah, my mom would never let my friends go hungry. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought this I thought he was saying at first that it's rude to give food when they have another meal time. Oh, and somebody says it sounds pompous to call a school kid visiting their classmate after school a guest, and they'll probably have some afternoon snacks anyway. A dinner is presumed to be eating at home unless agreed otherwise, usually with the visitor's childs and parents. Well, then call and agree on it. Like, <laughs> right. And this just sounds like a lot of communicating to just feed the dang kid. Like, like what all this you have to call, me call your mom. <laughs> like, let me call your mom and see if you should eat. Like, just make me a plate. Right. <laughs> you could have made me a plate in the time you called my mom. Excuse if you're going to, if the child is going to be there during dinner time, just feed them. Like, obviously, ask if they have any allergies or whatnot, if that's what you're yeah. trying to say. But other than that, give them some kind of food. Like, I'm thinking about any time I've ever been at somebody else's house or, like, even, like, going with friends to have them, like, 
drop me off at home later their mom would just stop at mcdonald's like out of nowhere and just get us something to eat because she was going to go there anyway like you already have the food out make a little plate for somebody else that's what i can't stand they're like oh we don't have enough food to feed one child what how much can one seven-year-old eat at your dinner that you can't make them a plate to eat somebody said i grew up like this and it wasn't it was out of respect for visiting the child's parents who may have planned dinner, which would then get wasted. Also, sitting down so and dinner as a family was an important part of the day, so you shouldn't mess with another family no. full time. If the child's <laughs> parents plan dinner, then why are they at your house during dinner time? <laughs> that doesn't go. make any sense. The, the kid could have left at 2 o'clock then or 3. Like, that doesn't make sense. Y'all are eating dinner at like 5 or 6. Most people eat dinner between like 5 and 9, nine o'clock. And so why is the child still at your house? And I know y'all are not feeding some expensive ass dinner. Just make an extra plate of rice and chicken and call it <laughs> like it's literally lobster. Like, exactly. Not... And like, if you even if you were making lobster, you yeah. could have took the kid back home then. Exactly. Exactly. And then what's crazy is that you're talking about, especially if you're a kid, kids will eat hot pockets <laughs> and like fries and be like, that was a fantastic meal. You don't have to reinvent <laughs> the meal wheel for kids. Just give them something in the frozen section and it's fine. You don't have to <laughs> overthink it. What's crazy is that they're, they're reaching for these excuses. Oh, right. you know, this we, is the made for lay mignon and we couldn't make another one. Just <laughs> give them a damn Hot Pocket. Excuse this me. is the wildest one I think I've read so far. I kid you not, I went to a friend's house. It was approaching tea, so I was getting ready to leave. They insisted I stay. They ate without me. It was just awkward. How do you insist? Someone stay and then not feed them when it's approaching a meal time. I was so hungry. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they let this child starve. I <sighs> listen. You got to throw hands at some point. I'd been like, oh, it's time to fight. You're not gonna feed me, but you're gonna ask me to stay. Do you hate me? This is that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, people are like it just might be historical poverty and like. All I'm oh, hearing is a bunch of excuses. <laughs> that's all I'm hearing. Like a at bunch this of point, excuses that are not good. <laughs> no, this is just sounds like people who don't want to be bothered with other people's children. And if that's literally case, just send them home. Just send them home. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sweden Gate was hilarious. That was funny. I have got that stupid song stuck in my head because tiktok won't let it die <laughs> legs and hips <laughs> have you heard that song from the very beginning no, no. oh my please look it up okay. <laughs> like please look let up the beginning let me listen. or like let me have listen. you listened past that part because no, i've only like... heard the tiktok the tiktok clip oh my god i have gosh. only heard the tiktok clip legs and hips and in... body it's okay. an entire mess. Okay, we're gonna listen to this live on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Why does it? Okay. The intro with the the angelic. Uh, yeah, I'm like what? Squirrel. <laughs> and why I do they think... shout out a tune? <laughs> I don't know. This was originally from a play, I believe, though. <laughs> a play. Yeah, I think. This like, I'm released sure in 2015? Why is she releasing it again? I don't know why she decided to release it again. <laughs> is this song is Okay, so when bad. the melody comes in, it's not awful, but the legs and hips and body thing is just... I think that after that, the song, it just it feels very outdated. You know? It, it does. It feels like it's like 2010 R&B. It's like very literal lyrics. Yeah. But that's what so I was watching uh Kev on Stage Studios podcast. Uh uh-huh. here's not not here's the thing. No, that's what it's called. Here's the thing. And that's what um they were saying on there that Candy's songs, they are very like the way she writes her lyrics, she's always very literal. Like she mm. would describe exactly what she's doing. She's like, Oh yeah, I'm downstairs cooking a meal and this nigga came in, he cheated <laughs> on me. Like she will literally write lyrics like that, like describing exactly what's happening. That's crazy that you say that. A scrub is a guy that thinks he's see, fly, but see? also known as a buster. <laughs> she describes um, every single thing. Candy, that's crazy. Wait, it's buster Wait. and not bus stop? No, buster. No, yeah. buster. With a, with, with, I was like, 
ma'am. Wait, and I've then- been living my life a lie. I swear to God, she says bus stop. I was busty. And then bills, bills, bills. Can you pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? My credit card bills? Candy, candy, we need to have a conversation. She wants to make sure you understand exactly. There's no interpretation needed. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't need y'all six page essay on what this line you thought it was about. Here's the answer. Here's the question and the answer. <laughs> the part in No Scrubs apparently had men going through it in the night in the late 90s. Like uh-huh. they live at home with your mama. Oh, yes, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Listen, if you don't have a car and you're walking, oh, yes, I'm talking to you. I said, ooh. Yeah. Candy's going to write something that she's seeing in real time. (laughs) (sighs) What have you guys been watching lately? Um... I started, I know you saw me tweet about this, Tori. I started Kiss Six Sense. Yes. <laughs> oh, first of all, Disney might just be doing it for the Korean dramas. Number one, this man drives a Tesla in this Korean drama. I said, oh. Not a Tesla. Well, they got Disney money. <laughs> and it's giving me 40-year-old, enough, well, late 30-year-olds falling in love, and I love it. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I just finished episode six today. Um, I'm in my little Thai drama bag. I found one that might end up becoming my favorite because I'm loving it so much. Um, I'm also watching Our Blues. We might end up doing a little mini review on that because I'm actually enjoying it. And then I'm also watching Kin Porsche. I'm back in the BL space for a small time. So I'm definitely going to do a review on that. Um, but my variety shows, I don't know. We're in like a dead space. There's a new variety show with like um, Bechtel Wan, the chef, where they have to cook under a time limit. So that's been fun to watch. Um, and then uh, what else have I been doing? I think that's kind of it. I'm kind of watching a bunch of different variety shows uh, and shit like that. But yeah. What about you guys? What about you, Nia? Um, what am I watching? I'm watching uh, that historical drama that Unwu was in. It's called Rookie Story in Guherang. Mm-hmm. And it's not a bad drama. I, at first, I feel like his acting improved as the episodes have gone on. Um, it's a good drama. Um, and I'm also, I don't know why I did this to myself. I'm watching Inuasha. And oh, no. I'm season <laughs> one. And this, this show is never going to end. I can tell already. There's, there's a spinoff. Like, <laughs> I, why did I do this to myself? I, this is the problem when you go on lists and they're like top isekai um, dramas that are female led, uh, animes that are female led. And I'm like, oh, and you Asha. Oh, let me check Netflix. It's only two seasons. And then I didn't bother to actually research. And this show never ends. <laughs> and it's went on for like a decade and it has movies and it has. It's still going on. So they have a spinoff. Yeah. No, it. Oh, <laughs> it's literally the, the brand of anime I w- wanted to avoid this entire time, but I don't know why I keep watching it. I just, I don't know. I'll figure it out. And I'm also started Fate Zero. Oh no, um, not Fate. <laughs> <laughs> why? What no, Fate, Fate is good. Fate, Fate is so good that it's mid. <laughs> this is that's just how good it's it is. Good that it's mid. <laughs> no, Fate, Fate never is actually really good. It's just like the first episode. They have so much explanation it's, it's like it's a lot yeah but it's really it's a really I'm good series through. i've had to split up the first episode in like six different <laughs> sittings um and then what else am i i was also finishing up the ranking of kings um i don't know why i can't i'm not in the mood to finish it um mm-hmm. is it king of ranking is a ranking of kings no you said already the I'm first time mm-hmm. oh i did I'll finish it because I love Boji, bestest boy, but I just don't feel like finishing it because I feel like the plot is, I just don't want to see. <laughs> I don't know why I don't want to see. But, um, and I also, this is so random. These, these, like, fan, I was watching an anime. It's called, why, how do I even pronounce this? I'm not going to pronounce it. Ki, Kimi Gami no Asobi. It is the most fan service and not even, it's like, you can tell that all women were making this or like women were involved because it's just boys, <laughs> no shirts on. And it's like the one oh, girl. I'm looking at the picture of it right now. <laughs> yeah, It's very much like oh, it was a game? all the boys are coming after her. Is it a game? This looks like, yeah, it, there, there's a game for it. But do you know what Yuta no, <laughs> Yuta no Prince Sama is? 
No. Okay, it's that? some it looks exactly like that. It's literally like a visual novel where like it's like a reverse harem where the girl yeah. chooses from like a bunch of idols. This this looks <laughs> like that basically. It's so like it's so campy and I'm like, "Oh no, not all these slow motion shots and like but I kind of love it because it's just it's a very self-insert drama, an anime. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what reverse harems are supposed to be, but it's hilarious. I, I'm i laughing hysterically. What are you watching, Corey? Uh, haven't been watching too much. I'm trying to catch up on Spy Family before it actually ends. I think episode 10 comes out this week. So I've just been watching that. Um, I've been reading more stuff, though. Like I started this webtoon called Get Schooled. <laughs> And when I tell you, one of the men in there is so fine. Like, oh my God. <laughs> but it's like a webtoon about, um, basically in Korea, the parliament like made this new law where, you know, teachers are not allowed to do corporal punishment so they can't hit students anymore. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like the bullies just go out of control. Like they're like causing students to commit suicide and like bullying teachers and stuff so because of this this one party member makes a new bill where they create this new organization where they send in like fixers kind of to stop the bullying and that's what it's about and that's what like i just been reading that like the guy is just so fine like him and his dad are fine (laughs) it's really good though and then i've just been playing video games so yeah that's pretty much it Mm. I also went on a Korean movie watching spree. Um, I watched Yakasha with Jin Young that just came out on Netflix. It was okay. It was the first Korean movie that I've seen where it has multiple multiple languages and it feels like it should have multiple languages. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like... Uh, mm-hmm one of the main characters is Japanese well the villain is Japanese they have like Chinese characters and stuff like that and then the people all the Korean actors like speak several different languages wait it's called Yakuza? Yakasha oh okay Yakasha yeah Yakasha Rufus Operations it's on Netflix um it's mid it's like it's not it's an action (laughs) it feels like you could replace the characters and actors when anybody is like one of those type of action movies um and then I watched Mission Possible with An Bohyun and Lee Sunbin. Um, I actually really like this one. And it's getting turned into a movie. Uh, not a movie. It's going to turn into a TV show. It's like she's um, a secret agent and he's a private investigator and they end up working together. And it was like really nice. It was really fun. It knew what it was. Um, it had this really cool... Uh, kind of shooting scene in the middle of it which I thought like out of the movies that I kept watching that had action that shooting scene um was the most memorable for me because they were using the gunfire as light and so it was kind of cool uh I gave that one an eight I also watched what other movie did I watch I forgot that my on-demand Korea subscription comes with free movies so if y'all want to watch Korean movies y'all can go in there and I'll give you my account um special delivery starring Park Sodam is that her last name? Park Saddam, yes. It was a it's a it's like a baby driver type of movie in the car. She delivers people and stuff like that. It's okay. Um <laughs> it's I don't think it's bad. I think if you need like an hour and forty eight minutes of action to watch, this is a good one. Um I also watched The Girl on a Bulldozer that came out in twenty twenty one and honestly I don't understand what the fuck this movie was trying to do. When you hear the girl on a bulldozer, what do you think this movie's about? A girl on a bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> but like what do you think like the genre, the vibes? Like maybe action or like yeah, a action comedy drama about her like pushing through life or something like that. Yeah, so it's about a girl who's kind of in. She's like she ha- well one she has this obscene not obscene but this dragon tattoo on her arm, and she's like supposed to be this kind of um, delinquent. She hates her father. Um, her father basically ends up mysteriously dying, 
and so her world is crashing down around her and it's because of his you know business partners and people trying to take her house and all this other good stuff the insurance company is you know fucking with her the people who got into the accident um when her father got into a car accident they were also fucking with her but the only the bulldozer comes into play when she finally has had enough of her voice being stifled she gets into this giant bulldozer and then goes to the house of her father's old business partner and tears it down with them inside of it she doesn't kill them but the movie just kind of hopelessly ends with her getting out of prison and then going to the victim of her father's car crash and asking her what actually happened that night and the movie just ends and i was like i wasted two hours to watch this (laughs) because what was the point it was like a movie with no real ending or point like am I just supposed to hopelessly watch this girl never get justice? Like, it was, it's so weird. It was so weird. (laughs) Um, I just experienced a movie like that, that I watched and I finished it and I said, what, what was the point? Do y'all remember the movie Swordfish in 2001? I feel like I... It stars um, John Travolta, Hugh Jackman, and Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. What the hell was the plot line of that movie? <laughs> Why is there a scene where, oh my god, they need Hugh Jackman's character to like hack into something, uh-huh. and they make this girl start sucking his dick without what? him, without like him like wanting it, and then have a gun to his head. What? And I said. Is that what this screenshot is? No, I'm about to post this in the group chat. Please tell me this. (laughs) Why is this screenshot so so many times? (laughs) (laughs) Let me see. Is that it? Hold on, the Wi-Fi is bad in my second. Yes, that's it. (laughs) And if he climaxes, they're going to shoot him if he doesn't if he doesn't hack through the th- I said I, I was like whoa whoa let's slow it down a little <laughs> bit and then like this picture is <laughs> the bad guy wins in the end and I said what I I just the movie ended it and I just it closed out of HBO I was like I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know what to do anymore with this information no that makes that's so weird um that's i don't know why movies why do movies do that like why do you just create a film with no meaning how do you write a story and get it funded and have people star in it when the writing is so subpar like, it has you to be, who directed swordfish is it like some famous guy let's see dominic sin i don't what else did he do what the hell what is this he it looks like he's a music video director. Oh no! Okay, let's see. Why is Janet Jackson in a bunch of these things under his film? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the writer. It's the same writer for Live Free, Die Hard. Oh, but he's unaccredited for that. Oh, that's weird. Also, Nick. Cage oh, but he also wrote A Good Day to Die Hard. That might be why. Like you know, these prominent directors get funding automatically just from name alone, and then they can but just this make was the most after Swordfish. This is after Swordfish. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what did he do before Swordfish, though? It's a movie called Thursday. That's it? I, yeah. Is Thursday, right? Swordfish, and then it was the Free to Die Hard. Yeah, what anyway, if you see this movie, do not watch it. It's a waste of time. It does not make any sense. Please take it off your must-watch on HBO. <laughs> mm, yeah. The other movie I recommend is called Collectors, and it's a what? A heist movie, because Tori likes those, starring... um. Lee Jae-hoon and Shin Sun. It was very fun, actually. It was a very well, well-crafted uh, heist movie. You kind of saw the twist coming, but it was still fun. And I need the second one, because this is the type of heist movie that I watch, because the, the crew that they have making up the people, they rob graves, by the way. They're not, like, uh-huh. robbing museums. They're grave robbers. <laughs> and so... Uh, it was really fun to watch and the chemistry was popping for some reason and I just, I loved it. So, Collectors 2020, I highly recommend it. It's It was great. Um, My next question is what are your first memories of the internet? Oh. Um, let me see. 
you go first. I got I got to think. Like I got to go back Um for me, my first memories of the internet was Vivo, not Vivo. Do y'all remember that? It was like it was like Facebook, but it was like directed towards kids. No. Oh, I do not remember that. What is it called? It was like I think it was Vivo. Let me try it. Are you saying like first like memory like website that we ever use or just using the internet in general? Yeah. Yeah, to the second one. Tori. Yes. Tori. Bebo. Listen, I think that's a the fact that like the <laughs> I feel like the 95, 94, like all the people, like that's like a last week. Cause I remember sixth grade, everyone and their mom had a Bebo. Right. Okay. I was like, oh, are you like yeah, Bebo? Bebo was something. No. It was like Bebo it was, was like four kids. Cause it was, was before Facebook. Yeah, it was before. Or was it before Facebook or was it like at the same time? Yeah, no, it was the same time around as MySpace. So yeah, this was before Facebook. Yeah, this was MySpace. Mm-hmm. Listen, everybody's like, "You have a Bebo? You have a Bebo?" I posted this on Bebo. I'm like, "Y'all, please." Here, let me show. And then MySpace was starting to fade yeah, out. Yeah, let me show our 97ers what Bebo looked like. It was like the same thing as MySpace, Chaos. but it was like, I don't know, it was different it was new i think you could put music on this one and mm-hmm. oh i meant listen the god of ages <laughs> you could put any background you wanted it was like a blog yeah yeah i've never you seen this in my life no yeah this was definitely listen, popping I- in middle school you had to have a bebo account and then um to. i used to play all of the dress-up games the barbie games <laughs> um i used yes. to play on what is it dolls divine and stuff like that just dress up characters and stuff like that that what used to be like well that and then my friends and i started like doing role playing in in high school so i would create characters like that and i probably still have all of these characters on my facebook page let me actually <laughs> go look at that but i think my first social media account was a bebo account and then i got a facebook page and then I got Instagram and Twitter around the same time, but I didn't use Twitter for forever because um, I just didn't really know how to use it. And I was a Tumblr girl for the longest time. And then I finally got on Twitter. I've never been an Instagram person. But yeah, the internet was, for me in the beginning, was very... I don't know. It was like this big wild space where people were telling you to be very careful of not to get like catfished and things like that but the websites we used to go to or we used to play on club penguin all the educational sites what is that um oh the education there was like a one educational site where where every time you win a game it would be like you just donated so many grams of rice to help this country (laughs) like all of those the pbs kids i would be on pbs kids a lot so yeah those are the first memories of the internet for me what about Unia? And then we'll get to the 97ers. Listen. <laughs> Listen. When I tell you, honestly, okay, there were, okay. So the main thing I was on kid sites for the most part, like I, this is before YouTube. I'm talking like 2002, 2003, when the dial up was heavy. <sighs> I like, there were d- the dress up sites. Those, a lot of those sites, I feel like they had ads on them. I feel like I shouldn't have been on those sites, but I feel like, cause they were disguised as kid sites, but I don't know if they were kid sites, but, um, I remember going on barbie.com and playing that freaking like makeup thing. My scene, shout out to my scene. I would be on that website playing all the fashion games, oh, the yes. makeup games, yeah. um, my scene, Madison, if you, every, <laughs> the black girls, every Madison, Every black girl had a Madison doll. Anyway, um, American Girl. I don't remember if they had a website, though. But I remember there was something on AmericanGirl.com I did. Um, Disney. Disney had games. Now, Disney. (laughs) I was a Cartoon Network kid, but Disney had games. Like, there was like... Oh, my God. there. I feel like there was a Lilo and Stitch game. They would have games based off of the... How do you put it? Like, games based off of each property... So I remember there was like a Lilo and Stitch game that was hitting. Oh, the, the um, Lilo and Stitch game. It was game. like a, a the, the Nacho Place game. It was like, the, yes! <laughs> the Kim Possible game. Kim Possible game Listen, was all bigger. those. 
like it was like f- you picked the type of food. It was like a food line mm-hmm. game, and then you had, um, oh my god, I remember all. There like, was that Disney one game from games. Kim Possible where you had to like go through like the mall and like run oh, yeah, around that one? stuff. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, and then okay, this is bringing back so much stuff. There was a website. It may be gone now. Most likely is. It was like some 100 free games or like 500 free games or something. And there was one game that me and my cousin would play. And it was like this pencil sketch stick figure game where you had to do puzzles. And it was like a side scrolling game. And it's black and white. And I don't remember the name of it to save my life. But it had sound effects, like explosion sound effects. And you had to like get through each. You only could progress the more you finish the level. And then, but you you died once you die, and I can't remember for the life of me. Oh my God, that's gonna eat me alive. But um, I see it in my head. Um, that was very fun. There were, what else was there? There was Cartoon Network. I feel had games, but I don't remember a lot of them. Um, there was one more thing that I did spend a lot of time on, but I'm drawing a blank. I said Disney. I said Barbie. I said my mm-hmm. scene. I said I don't think Nickelodeon did Nickelodeon have games? No. Nickelodeon <laughs> used to have this site called Quizilla that was through Team Nick and they used to have like fan fiction on there. And they had oh, games what? and stuff. <laughs> did they? Yeah. <laughs> it was like oh it was God. like Tumblr before Tumblr. It was like a like a blog thing. Okay. Nine- <laughs> Oh, but also where I spent a lot of my uh-huh. time, the Sims 2 website, like before they defunct it, like Sims 2 Exchange, I would just scroll down there and see people who just make celebrities. They'd be like Tyra Banks and the Sims 2, Beyonce and the Sims 2. And I would just be just scrolling, um, downloading houses, downloading Sims. Sims 2 Exchange was that place. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's mostly it. And then I just, older, I kind of really delved into Tumblr. Tumblr was like <laughs> a very Tumblr was <laughs> a very pervasive. I Tumblr really when we look back on history, people are like, "What was Tumblr?" Was because it, it's unlike any other website. Like nobody made money off of Tumblr. It was just people were just enjoying themselves, <laughs> saying yeah. what they felt. Yeah. Okay, ninety seveners. What were your yeah. beginnings of the internet? <laughs> um. Oh. Well, one, my memory is terrible, so I barely remember anything. But mm-hmm. I do remember um, I was on Neopets a lot, and mm. my pet started dying, and I just left the website because I couldn't pay for it. <laughs> so I just left it. And then I remember <laughs> Pop Tropica all the time oh. that I used to play. And then there was this one um, like educational website game that you could play in school. Cool math? Huh? Is it cool math? Yes, that's it. Cool math. Yeah. yeah. Cool math. Um, and that's pretty much it for me. Like, I really didn't use the internet that much when I was younger. Mm, what was uh, your for social media? Um, I had Instagram. And then I had Facebook, but I didn't use Facebook. But mm-hmm. I just had um, Instagram. And I, can, I, I knew of Tumblr, but it confused me, so I never used it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Corey, what were your first <laughs> beginnings of the internet? Uh, for me, we always had like a computer in the house since I was a kid. So like I remember basically being on like MSN.com and playing the games on there. Because oh, every okay, website yeah. had like a gaming section on there. So I used to play like chess online when I shouldn't have been when I was like five or oh, four. Everybody had the um the pinball game that was just Yeah, yes. To your oh, the one that was installed yeah. on yeah, Windows. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, what was it? Spaceship Pinball? Something Space like that. Or something like that. Yeah, and then HP used to have this thing that came pre-installed on the computer that was connected to the internet called, like, Win- Wingate Games, Wildgate Games, or Wild Tangent Games. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, a bunch of different, like, <laughs> like Shrek Bowling and Fable and, like, all, all those kind of games on there. I used to play those. And then I progressed to, like, MyScene.com, like Nia was saying earlier. And then Barbie.com. They had this, like, ice skating game on there I was obsessed with. Then I was on HotWheels.com because they had games on there, too. (laughs) Disney had the games on there for days. Like, 
the Kim Possible game, the Lilo and Stitch one, the Sulaf and Zack and Cody game. This is how games, like so many games. That's, that's basically what I was mainly doing online was playing games. And then like as far as social media, I think the very first one I had was like MySpace when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. And then I got Instagram and then I got Facebook. Wow. That's so interesting. Even two years apart, like y'all never heard of Bebo. That's so interesting. No. <laughs> I think it's because Bebo was big and then it crashed and burned really yeah. quickly. Like once Facebook took off, everyone was like had abandoned Bebo. So I wonder if you can Oh my god, can you still play this game? <gasps> y'all there's a website that has old Disney games on it. Yeah, there's a lot of sites like oh, that where they archive like old like like Pop Tropica. Well, not Pop Pop Tropica is still alive, but like those other like old games like that. Oh, where, there was another cool. another site that people always use. I think it was called Mini Clip that had like a whole bunch of games on there and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was That's... Cool Math, Mini Clip, and then there was something else I can't remember though. The one I was talking about was not cool math. It was like this game where you, when you start the website, you pick boy or girl, and then you would have to like get a number, and then you would play the game, and it would be a board game, and you'd have to get, go across, and it was just a bunch of different like educational games as you oh. went through. And I cannot remember what it's called though. There is this one game I used to be forced to play when I was a kid that was like math hunters or something, math finders or something like that. <laughs> that i used to play all the time yeah math hunter okay listen i this okay this has kind of bugged me for a long time i don't know i haven't tried to dig for it it's not a website like do y'all remember when they used to give you free cds Mm -hmm. and like and like i don't know if they were meals or like you bought something and they would give you a free educational Game (laughs) game that came with something okay there was it was like a math Indiana Jones adventure side-scrolling game. And I swear to God, it's like you are an an, an, uh, uh, explorer and you have to solve math problems to go to the next platform. I literally, that's the game I was just talking about. I can't remember what (laughs) it was called, but it was on a CD and it was like third grade math and I was like five playing this. And like you were in like the jungle or something like that, like in some deep remote part of the jungle and there was like monsters and whatnot. Yeah, I can't. I literally found it like a year ago, but I forgot the name that quickly. (laughs) It's like actual Indiana Jones. This is memory. You're like a. It's like. No, no, no. It's like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you kind of are, but like the math is how you. (laughs) Like you don't play, play. You're just math. Oh, (laughs) Clue Finders. That's what it was called. Clue Finders Math Adventures. Clue Finders. Oh wow! Ah, the Clue Finders third graders, <laughs> mystery Martha. Okay, do y'all remember? Um, what is the name of the show where it was all about math? And it's the the robot bird, the black girl. Was it like and... on one of those random TV channels that it was like, was like in the first ten? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Wait, robot. you said the robot. What are you talking about? Uh, what is it? It was a cartoon. Yes. Wait, do you guys remember Jumpstart? Cyberspace. Like the CDs? Cyberspace. Wait, wait, wait. wait say that. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cyberspace. I remember that. But wait, you said Yeah. Because wait, wait, wait. Memories are memories <laughs> It had like the, the CD-ROM on. games and like there was this one about animals and had a song about echolocation that's Loki a bop. <laughs> <laughs> wait. We said jumps. I yeah, look it up. It's like they have like a like it went by a grade level, but they have like a whole bunch of <gasps> Yeah, I still play all of those. Corey. I am literally I'm three years old again. Like they wow. they really had us on the computer twenty four seven. Oh. This is insane. I have not seen this this uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like going through it. Okay. I might okay, this might be very old, but do y'all remember putt putt? The purple car. I feel like I've heard of that. Listen, Putt Putt, it was like Putt Putt goes to, not the airport, it was like Putt Putt goes to the zoo. Uh, I might have seen it once or twice, but I never watched it. Point and click game? Or played it. Putt Putt games, they were like point and click adventure Mm -hmm. games, and it's like they talk to you and be like, find this and do this. And I was like, okay. (laughs) But the Disney link you send? 
Yes. <laughs> the life you know of Zach and Cody. That Disney pizza link? party pickup thing. Yeah. Oh, I Hannah remember Montana. playing Oregon Trail when I was like three <laughs> on the computer. Oregon Trail. Yeah, I, I remember, remember playing that. Oregon Trail. Not all the old Disney games in one article, Nia. This is. <laughs> Listen, I said, I saw them all, and I said, oh, I got to share this. 625 Sandwich Stacker. Yeah, the Sandwich Stacker was the one I played the most. (laughs) Yeah. The That So Raven one was, why was that the hardest game I've ever played (laughs) in my life? Like, I wonder why they got rid of those. They should have just kept them on the site. I think it's just because they got new Disney stores and stuff like that. So they try to make the branding synonymous across all boards. Yeah. What was the first time you guys got a computer? Like your own computer? Oh, uh-huh. my own? Ooh. I think Ooh, I was my... in maybe high school. I got my own computer when I was either third or fourth grade. Because I remember having one in my Damn. room. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. My family always has been into like technology and computers. That's awesome. Oh. What about you, um, uh, Nier? I... Right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. I just... Let me think, let me think. What... Okay, I think it was... Because I. what's crazy is I didn't have a computer in high school. I literally had to beg them because I was like, I can't do all my work at school and just try to work on this Windows 95 <laughs> PC when I get home. Oh, another um, random computer thing. But <laughs> did you guys ever used to sit and watch like the Windows 97 screensavers? Like there was one yes. that had like a haunted house <laughs> yes. and there was one like a maze. I used to just sit and watch those. <laughs> I don't think Listen, we ever had the live one. The maze was a playable game. Yeah. The live movable one. I thought the maze was an actual game too. I used to just sit there and like stare at it. <laughs> I'd be sitting <laughs> thinking that my mouse was gonna do something i was it was chaos yeah, when did you get your first computer um, i think it was a 10th grade like i was grown like almost graduated because i used the home computer all throughout middle school which is like the shared computer like my dad had his own my mom had his own and i would kind of flip back and forth between theirs um one was like a windows desktop 2003 and one was like a windows 95 so it was very i was working on antiquated technology um until i reached a breaking point i was like i need just i need something please i can't keep doing my work on these old pcs so Mm. so what about you mary um i think in high school but my family just shared the desktop and the laptop like Nobody had their personal computers until we went to college or laptops. Mm. And even then, I just got a Chromebook. Oh, okay. Does anybody know how to code? No. <laughs> mm. No. I know HTML and then some CSS. Oh, wow. Because what? I was a Tumblr girl. And if I didn't know HTML, I could not. Oh, yeah. See, I was on Tumblr, but I wasn't making a blog. I was just looking at other stuff. I think I, I got Tumblr <laughs> because of five seconds of summer in one direction. And I just, I'll be on there like reposting their pictures. <laughs> See, one thing that's crazy about Tumblr is like, even if the webs, even if your blog is deleted, your posts don't get deleted yeah. if other people repost uh-huh. them, which is terrifying. Like, I feel like one day Tumblr has to do a sweep because too much internet history. The, the, <laughs> they need to That's do an actual study on, on Tumblr and its effect on people's political views now because the, the <laughs> amount of Tumblr politics That's that so- has like infiltrated society now <laughs> is like, oh my God. Literally, Twitter now is just like 2000. Literally, like if you Tumblr, see any anybody saying hot a take. hot take that sounds like completely unreasonable, it came from Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> no, the way the way the internet has just like shaped and formed, I'm so interested to see what the next big thing is because like I don't think anybody's gonna top TikTok for a couple of years unless they combine I mean, I TikTok and Twitter somehow. Oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be actually awful. Because <laughs> Instagram is dying off, right? Like, all of the Instagram yeah. people are, like, moving into TikTok. Is it? Yeah, and it's Instagram dead. Instagram fucked up. Once Instagram started, like, 
not letting us do like latest news feed like i should yeah. see instagram posts from two weeks ago like once they and they started your making your timeline yeah like they make your timeline where like it's not even people you follow anymore it's just like yeah. random accounts that like are suggested and celebrities oh wow and you can it's- shop on there now too yeah instagram had it in the bag and then they fucked up <laughs> I think the thing with Instagram too is like not even just like the way they set their app up. It's like the effect it had on people's like mental health as far as like feeling like they were not living the lives um, as well, living their lives as well as well as their peers, even though their peers are probably just posting like their happy moments the when their life moment. is not. Yeah. yeah, it's not. I feel like Instagram is one of the apps that's the most um detrimental to Mm -hmm. anybody's mental health because it's just like pretty pictures pretty pictures get lots of likes and if you don't get lots of likes then nobody cares about you like it's a very interesting self-worth thing and i'm sure there's tons of studies on it i feel like tiktok has the beauty of being both that and not that i feel like Mm -hmm. it depends on your algorithm because if tiktok don't do nothing else it's gonna make sure that whatever you like is gonna push that more um but yeah because like a lot of girls is gonna talk and just in their bonnet till they talk i think you have yeah it depends on what kind of content you like posting yeah yeah so it's a very interesting little circle we've come to watching all of these platforms rise and die do y'all think facebook will ever be truly dead or are our parents just going to keep it alive for like the next 20 years. I just don't, I don't think so. I don't think it'll be dead. Mm-hmm. Because even though Facebook might've been once like that generation. Oh, oh. I was just going to say, um, if, cause no, even if Facebook was like the first profile for us and then we changed cause we found another profile, a platform we liked our parents are like, I'm not learning a new platform. <laughs> They're like, I know how to do stuff on Facebook. I don't need another platform. I think also, too, the thing about Facebook, I don't know if it will die yet because it's not just older people who are using it. If you go on Facebook and open it, there's still a lot of people who you probably went to high school with who are using it, like, actively. It's just, it's kind of like people who are, like, from a small town and never really left or keep using Facebook. (laughs) I also also, think it's bigger in other countries, too. Yeah, I was Mm -hmm. about to say that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do think it'll decline, though, more as, like, the audience becomes, like, shrink, yeah, older, and it starts to shrink. But I don't think it'll ever go away. I just think it'll... Honestly, I wonder if our generation or people around like our age will like graduate to facebook and facebook will just be like the place that like you're over 40 time i'm not for going back to facebook though. <laughs> i don't know so, like <laughs> i don't know yeah and i'm not trying to say that you if no, you're over yeah, 40 i know you what you yeah. you're just, just like, wonder if like, like people maybe will, that will like maybe our kids will or... use twitter in the future that would be insane mm. they'll only be on tiktok I feel like TikTok is not going to last like that long. I feel like it's going to last maybe for like the next five years or so mm-hmm. and then die like Vine did. Yeah. Well, every, longer than Vine, but... Every video format social media always ends up dying for some reason. Yeah, yeah. exactly. YouTube is mm-hmm. dead. Because <laughs> see TikTok now, they're trying to... But I feel like YouTube... They're trying to push to where people make more long form content like YouTube. Like YouTube kind of died, but it came back with its long form content, if that makes sense. Because when people are like watching video essays Mm -hmm. now. Oh, yeah. YouTube, I feel like, is one thing that even if it declines for something else, it's going to rise again for something that's completely the opposite of it of video platforms yeah it's like the biggest video platform there's no other video platform that i think will outdo youtube and so it's interesting i feel like if tiktok as long as tiktok stops trying to become youtube i think they do well i think so too i think because they have their niche i feel like because also tiktok is now the place where you can find like random Mm -hmm. funny videos and like you don't do that on youtube like back in the early days of youtube you could see like a charlie bit my finger video and that would be like the most famous thing on youtube but youtube doesn't go viral for those types of videos anymore so like 
but you can see like random things from TikTok go viral that are just regular mm-hmm. people living life doing something wild or something so to me if they try to be like youtube and do the video essays and make 10 minute videos i feel like people won't yeah feel as interested i feel like they'll just go to (laughs) youtube (laughs) i don't know no that's always so interesting well that's an hour we could uh we can wrap things up but just so you guys know what's coming up on le calendario um we're doing love feature marriage and divorce and then bring it on next week um i think our blues ends next week or the week after that so we might end up having an extra special episode because i just want to get that out um as it ends spy family is also coming up and our Disney movie of the month is The Sword and the Stone. So if you want to watch any of this stuff and then come and listen to us as we continue for the month of June, please feel free to do so. You can also come and chit-chat with us. Um, what are your cultural shocks that you've experienced in other people's houses? Um, also, like, what was your first social media platform? Come tell us that on Twitter at Commented or TikTok at Commented Podcast. Or you come always chat with us on our Discord um, and don't forget to leave a five-star review. Babe, what are you doing? You've been here for a whole hour. I think we've earned the star. We made you laugh a couple times. You smiled. It's all good. But uh, until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Mia. And I'm Decoria. Bye. Bye.